Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Rut Podcast, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. I'm your host, Jerry Dugan, and I have with me the other host, Brandon Cunningham. Brandon, tell folks how you're six foot five and you once slam dunked on Michael Jordan. That was a great day in North Carolina. I will never forget. <laughs> so there I was. <laughs> <laughs> there I was. And he called me off the bench. I said, Mike, don't do it because I don't even go to this school. <laughs> I don't want to be ineligible. <laughs> oh, man. So, Sarah, that was for you, because I remember making that joke in our episode, episode 25, where we had Sarah McDaniel from simplysarah.com uh, with us, and, and I just said, you know, I, I finally realized that whenever I say, hey, Brandon, say hi to the folks listening, he literally says, hi, folks listening. And, <laughs> and so I said, you know, one of these days I'm going to say this and I want to see if you'll do it. So I uh, almost had you there saying it verbatim, but uh, you, you rolled with it. So that was awesome. Sarah, that one was for you. And, and thank you again, Sarah, for being on episode 25. Speaking of Sarah, uh, Brandon, I, I think we wanted to talk a little bit about the takeaways and the lessons we got from that, that interview we had with her. So if you had a chance, actually, no, if you have not listened to episode 25, put this episode on pause, go back. I, I don't know. You can listen to both. These are both kind of standalone. So listen to this one first, because we don't want to lose you, and then go back <laughs> to episode 25 and listen to that one, and then you'll know a little bit more context behind what we're talking about. But I think what we'll talk about today is a good standalone. It is based on episode 25. There we go. I've said it. Brandon. <laughs> <sighs> well, my question is, why would you have not listened to it? Because clearly you should subscribe to our podcast, so it comes in your podcast queue every Tuesday. And you get to listen to it as soon as it comes out. So most of you are probably saying, but I subscribe, Jerry. I don't have that problem. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Uh, but see, I'm an Android user. And so I have to use something called Stitcher. And Stitcher was kind of wonky last week. So I didn't get to listen to our own show unless I went directly to the show, uh, the, the website, beyondtherut.com slash 025 to listen to the show. So anyway, <laughs> I guess iPod and iPad and iPhone, uh, you Apple people don't have that problem. But I had that problem. With Stitcher, so. <sighs> but but I agree. The, the big thing we wanted to do, because we have a habit, at least I have this habit, I think most people do too, is of reading a book and maybe not going back and reviewing some of the highlights and notes. And so I like to do a really good interview like Sarah's and, and then go back and talk a little bit about what we learned from that. Put together a little short episode. That's why this one's a little shorter than normal, because we just want to recap and uh, kind of some of the things we learned, but then some of the things that maybe we applied from that interview. And Sarah was gracious enough to do it. We were her first ever podcast interview. And so when she's uh, huge and famous, she'll say it all started with Beyond the Rut. And we'll get to look back and say, yeah, it was because of us she became famous. And we know that's not the truth, but we're just joking around here. But <laughs> I think the big thing I got out of her interview, and, and I've known her for a long time, I knew she was an extraordinary person, but the fact that she went down to South America on a mission trip, having never done anything like that before. I think that's why I wanted to have her on the episode, because I just knew we could all learn something from somebody that said, I'm not going to just do the comfortable thing. I'm going to break out and do something out of my comfort zone completely. 
Oh, yeah, because she had never been to a third world country before. I mean, she's traveled, yet all of her travels have been within the United States. Uh, and, you know, if you're an American, uh, you know what to expect when you're traveling from point A to point B in the U.S. But she went to a whole new world. She went to a world where there was poverty in a way we've never seen it here in the U.S. And she's reaching out to people who are just filled with joy, filled with love, and... But at the same time, she was sharing with us the, the amount of pulling and stretching that was required of her to be able to, to be there and, and be a part of their lives and, and then how it impacted her life. I mean, to go from, you know, having, what was it, three closets filled with, with right. clothing she never wore to paring that down to, I think, one closet and then uh, deciding I'm not buying any new clothes for a whole year. Like it, it changed her life that much to go from extravagant and wealthy in a sense, uh, by comparison to Guatemala <laughs> right. and, uh, to just live a simpler life. And, uh, that was, that was one of the things I, you know, also took away from it, you know, because she got out of her comfort zone, she also made this decision to simplify her life. I mean, hence the the blog around Simply Sarah is about living simply. And, and uh, the reason why she wanted to simplify her life was just all the things that she was surrounded with stuff, just inanimate objects. And what she wanted to do was have a wealth of relationships and a wealth of experiences. So she's basically like decided in her life, I'm trading in the stuff I mean, I'm going to have the things I need, of course, and some things to, you know, you know, keep me happy, I guess, some tools that I need. But for the most part, she was trading in the stuff and the memberships for life experiences, for travel and, and that kind of thing. And I, I just thought that was a neat decision that she had made as a result of coming off of the, the comfort zone stretch. Uh, what was another th- uh, takeaway that you got from interviewing Sarah? I think kind of building on that point was she made the comment, and I can't remember if it was in the conversation before we started recording or on the recording, but she made the comment that she now feels so much more wealthy. You know, her life is is so much fuller and 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 richer than it had ever been with stuff because there's room for the relationships and she's friends with people she never even imagined she would be friends with or even meet for that matter and and she's learning so much about herself and for me it was the whole point of beyond the rut was not just getting out of your day-to-day life but getting out of yourself you know this is the only way life's supposed to go and and we grew up similar uh, ways in, in that, you know, you grow up in that mentality of here's what you do. You go to church, you go to school, you get a job and then you go to work. And, and so she was following the pattern, but when the pattern broke for her, it just made her life so much fuller to not buy things. And she's not a, a hippie living off of, you know, one shirt and one bag and, you know, eats a piece of bread a day or anything. She lives <laughs> a great life, but she doesn't have thing unnecessary things in her life, and I just imagine that's a huge benefit for somebody. She also, you know, touched on in a sense that keeping up with the Joneses wasn't just about material things either. Like keeping up with the Joneses was like living a, a life that everybody expected you to have. So, you know, there was this expectation that she was going to be married, have children, have a dog, have a house with a white picket fence, have a career to a certain point by a certain age, and she realized I don't want that. I want. I want to do what I have on my heart. I want to do what God's put on my heart. And and so that's where she went. And and, and she had some things happen in her life. I ripped her out of, uh, jolted her out of that, that lifestyle of keeping up with the Joneses. So not just material items, but, you know, keeping up with the, with the Joneses as, t- as far as like status symbols, career, house, family, that kind of stuff. So not, not to say that, you know, family is worthless. It's just for her, you know, that, that wasn't the expectation she had on her heart. And so she realized be true to herself 
and, and live truthfully in that sense. And I, I just thought that was amazing too. I do too. When when she said that she spent time trying to make sure other people thought she was something that she didn't even want to be. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was extraordinary. You yeah. know, I, I want to make sure, you know, like uh, I'm going to wear a, you know, a Chicago Bears shirt everywhere. So everybody thinks I'm a Chicago Bears fan and I don't even like the Bears. You know, it's that <laughs> mentality. It's like, I don't even want to be a fan, but I want people to think I am. Yeah. And and you you get in that cycle where I can't break it now. People will think I'm a fraud. And, and I think for her, and I, I hate to speak for her, but I think she would probably agree with me on this, is it finally became time to be real than worry about being a fraud. Because mm-hmm. she was a fraud and she didn't want to be that anymore. And yeah. that's when you really get to live is, is you, I'm going to go to Guatemala and everybody says, that's crazy. You've never been. What are you going to do? What if you die? And she's like, well, I would rather do that than be fake and pretend like God's not telling me to go do something like that. Yeah, exactly. And I think for her to get to that point of being real, uh, another thing I, I wrote down was her willingness and acceptance to be vulnerable with others. So she was vulnerable with us on the show, yet she was also vulnerable with a small group of trusted friends who who could pour into her life and, and lift her up and encourage her to go be her and, and to heal from the wounds that she had experienced and the rut that she had found herself in. And so uh, vulnerability as, as a key strength, you know, to, to go and pursue the life you always wanted to live. Uh, I thought that was a huge thing too. That was another takeaway I got was vulnerability with uh, a few trusted people, and then also a degree of vulnerability with your audience or with your customers, uh, n- not to the level that she was with this group of small friends or small group of friends. There we go. Right. I'm sure they were normal hided people. Uh, <laughs> and, she mostly hangs out with four feet and below, but okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so her small group of friends, she was, she was more vulnerable with them, of course, but she was also vulnerable with us on the show and vulnerable with the people she comes into contact with. And so vulnerability being a big part of being strong in, in going forward. In, in your dream. Um, what was another takeaway that you had? I think the the courage it took her to start the blog, Simply Sarah, if you've not checked it out, highly, highly recommend you go by and uh, subscribe and uh, just get her thoughts on how she's living her life. But knowing Sarah prior to the interview and the blog, that's not something she would have ever done. She would uh, serve just relentlessly, do anything for anybody to publicly put herself out there with this blog was a huge step for her. And it's, but it's, it's also a way for her to reach into other people's lives and say, you know, I'm not special in my talent or gifts or anything like that more than you. I'm just taking a step. And if you'll go with me, I'll help you. And I know one of our previous interviews or uh, episodes, sorry, was about serving other people and how much you get out of it. And just her joy of serving and getting past that fear and saying, I'm going to speak into somebody else's life because that's what God's telling me to do, not because that's what I want to do necessarily. Yeah, I I remember she even identified, I don't know if she had stated it directly or if it was just something I picked up on, the, the sense of significance that she was pursuing. So earlier in her life, when it was all about herself, her career, her status symbols, she was truly seeking significance. She didn't find that significance until she gave up on those things and started serving other people. And she went to an extreme. She went to Guatemala and and served people living in the trash dumps, people who had only one outfit. And who knows how often they got to clean that outfit and what would they do if that outfit were to get worn out. But 
she she found significance in serving those who are uh, at their lowest, whether in Guatemala or here in Corpus Christi, Texas, where she serves through our church, well, my church, her church, uh, every every other Saturday. And she goes uh, out to the streets and she's providing food, um, clothing, and, and just praying with people, talking with people. And that's really where she's found her significance uh, in helping those in need. And not just with those who are homeless or, or uh, in poverty, uh, helping those and serving those uh, other women who are struggling with similar struggles that she had. So I, I just thought that was a very neat shift in mindset and perspective for her that, you know, we're taught significance comes from having the biggest car, the biggest house, the biggest job. And she found her significance in giving up on those things and just simply seeking to help other people. And in doing that, she's been rewarded in ways that she could never have purchased or uh, earned. And that's a great point to see where she is now and think that I'm not there. I can't get to Guatemala. I can't do this. Don't miss the point of this story started years back of just coming to one uh thing on the street and talking to some homeless people or just sharing one conversation. And I think you hit the nail in the head. The most important thing she did was just share a conversation with someone because everybody wants to feel significant. And her greatest gift at the time was not the clothes or the food or, or anything like that. It was just sharing her heart and walking up to someone and say, what's your story? I want to hear your story and I want to, I want to hear how you're feeling and making somebody feel better. I, I know a few people that are great at this. Uh, Sean Albright uh, is a great guy at this. He likes to just go into a restaurant and sit down with somebody and start talking to them. And uh, he can talk to random people really well, mostly because normal people don't like him. So talking to <laughs> random people is easier. But if you can do that, you can, you can find significance in your life that way, just pouring into other people. I, I, I'm just amazed that Sean can pull off having those conversations with random people and not come off as creepy because when you or I do it, it's creepy. He <laughs> does know. it and they're like the new best friends. It's weird. It is strange. I know when he was in Colorado, he went downtown Denver and was uh, struggling because no one would let him buy him a cup of coffee. He just <laughs> wanted to buy him a cup of coffee and have a conversation and people thought he was weird and they just wouldn't do it. But he's relentless in that kind of thing and somehow just comes, I mean, I, I say somehow, it's because he really is genuinely interested in people. People can tell when you're faking it and people can tell when you're genuine and I think if you show a genuine interest in somebody, they're going to share their story. And and most people just want to be heard. Yeah. Yes. And everybody has a story to share that impacts somebody else, too. Uh, Brandon, is there anything else you want to say before we sign off of this episode? I'd say definitely go back and listen to the episode. Check out simplysarah.com. It's a great blog. And, and send us emails, leave us a voicemail and let us know ways which you're trying to move in that direction of just being authentic and, and speaking into somebody's life. Awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Rut podcast. This is episode 26. So you can find the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 026. Uh, we also want to hear from you. Let us know what your insights were from the Sarah McDaniel interview or things you would have liked to us have covered with Sarah uh, by calling in to 361-596-3788. Again, that number is 361-596-3788. Leave us a voicemail. We'll not only air your question in a future episode of Beyond the Rut, but we'll also do our best to either answer the question ourselves or reach out to Sarah and get another interview going to answer that question for you. 
Uh, Brandon, thanks as always. And uh, we will catch you on the flip side in the next episode. Oh, and also don't forget to share this episode with your friends, your family members, and subscribe to our show on iTunes. Rate it and review it. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.